Chapter 3 Remus spends a frankly sad amount of time over the next week thinking about Sirius. He thinks about him at work and at home and talks to Peter about him basically every time they talk. Poor Peter seems exasperated. It's just, like, yeah, he's ridiculously beautiful, but he's also so nice. He's really good with Harry and clearly cares about that kid so damn much. The thing is that the last time he saw Sirius, he kind of realized he's been making a lot of assumptions. The first time Sirius and Harry came in, as soon as he'd seen a baby, he'd jumped to the conclusion that Sirius had, like, a wife or at the very least a girlfriend, which is seriously so heteronormative. Remus should know better, and he's also been assuming that Sirius is Harry's dad, when for all Remus actually knows, he could be Harry's uncle or babysitter or something. And then there had been that whole just-like-appa moment. The point is Remus really has no idea what the actual situation is with those two. He's resolved to find a way to ask about it sensitively the next time the two of them come in. Except, the two of them don't come in, all week. Truth be told, Remus is pretty pissed off at himself for being disappointed. He keeps trying to remind himself that even if Sirius is just Harry's babysitter or something, or even if he's somehow single, he's still painfully out of Remus's league. But that doesn't do much to stop his subconscious getting away from him. By Sunday, he's doing better. He's basically forgotten about the whole thing. Well, no, he hasn't. That's a bald-faced lie. He's telling himself to make himself feel better. Unlike last Sunday, he has errands to run, medications to pick up, and groceries to buy, so he won't be able to spend the whole day sitting around and dwelling. So it's good, and he's fine, and it doesn't matter that he might never see Sirius again, because why would that matter? Jesus, he's spiraling and it's not even 10 a.m. yet. But he gathers some tote bags and heads out the door. Spiral or no spiral, he genuinely does have shit to do today. He winds up at the local Asda about a half an hour later. He grabs that week's flyer and a cart. His list isn't that long, he's just not sure he can handle a heavy basket today, and heads for the produce aisle. He's examining a bag of reduced-priced apples. The price is appealing, but the expiry date is not, when all of a sudden a voice next to him, which sounds quite surprised and quite familiar, says, Hey! He startles and almost drops the bag of apples. Thank God he manages to hold on, they're bruised enough as it is. His head snaps up to look at the speaker, and then his breath basically gets knocked out of him. Of course, Sirius is at his grocery store. Of course. <laughs> Sorry, Sirius says, his cheeks faintly pink. I didn't mean to startle you. No, it's it's okay, Remus responds hurriedly. It's fine. Hey, hi, Harry. Sirius is holding Harry against his hip, and they are wearing matching sunglasses, which is so cute it should probably be illegal. Well, Sirius's are pushed up on his head, but the fact that he bought matching sunglasses is enough to make Remus smile widely. At Remus's greeting, Harry giggles and hides his face in Sirius's side. Sirius smiles down at him, hitching him up a little higher, then turns his dazzling smile on Remus. Come here often? 
he says in that same could-be-flirtatious-except-there's-no-way-he's-flirting tone from the last time they saw each other. Er, sometimes, says Remus, flustered. Do you? Nah, not really, Sirius says. We were just heading to the playground. Thought we'd pick up some snacks on our way and have a bit of a picnic. That sounds like fun. Yeah, should be a good time. Sirius bites his lip for a second, which, God, that's way hotter than it has any right to be. And Remus starts awkwardly casting around for something to say, knowing that it's pathetic, but not wanting the conversation to die. But before he comes up with anything, Sirius speaks again. You wanna come with us? That brings Remus up short. To the park? He asks in confusion. He can't help but feel like he must be misunderstanding. But Sirius's cheeks turn pinker, and he nods quickly, and all of a sudden Remus has butterflies like he's back in fourth form or something. Sorry, was that weird? Sirius says with a chuckle. I just, I don't know, you're cooped up in that bookstore, I just thought. And now I'm being rude, aren't I? Fuck. You're not being rude, Remus manages, and then he hears himself say, I'd love to come to the park. Seriously, what? What is wrong with him? He has errands to run, and also, more importantly, there is no way he's going to be legitimately able to hang out with Sirius for more than ten minutes without literally exploding, either from embarrassment or just, like, sheer attraction. But Sirius's face lights up, which is baffling in and of itself. But there's no way Remus can back out now. Okay, he can do this. He's survived things a lot worse than hanging out with a hot guy who inexplicably seems to want to spend time with him. And it's still early, he'll have time to do his errands later. Great, says Sirius happily. Well, um, we still need to pick up our snacks, if you don't mind waiting around. Yeah, no, of course, that's fine. Swappies, says Harry, pulling his face away from Sirius's side. Strawberries sound great right now, Sirius replies. Let's go back to your stroller, okay? Do you want to put your cart away and meet us by the strawberries? He directs towards Remus. I mean, if you're okay with hitting pause on your errands for a bit, jeez, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your grocery shopping. It's totally fine. Remus interrupts with a smile. That sounds like a good plan. I'll catch up with you two in a minute. By the time he makes it back to Sirius and Harry, they've picked out a box of strawberries. The three of them spend about ten more minutes in the store picking out a few more snacks, and then they set out for the playground. It's not far away, and as soon as they arrive, Sirius lets Harry out of his stroller, and Harry makes a beeline for the sandbox. Sirius follows him with a little bucket and shovel, but he doesn't get into the sandbox himself. He just hands them to Harry, before going to sit down in the shade of a nearby tree and beckoning Remus over. Remus, after a moment's hesitation, grabs the stroller and pushes it over. He lowers himself carefully to the ground next to Sirius, who is looking a little embarrassed. I didn't mean to make you bring the stroller over, sorry. It's really fine, Remus reassures him, leaning back on his hands. Sirius nods and looks over at Harry, watching as he scoops sand enthusiastically into the bucket, dumps it all out again, and starts the process all over. Remus really wants to take the opportunity to ask about Harry, 
but now that he's actually faced with bringing it up, he has no idea how to do it. All the options he'd come up with over the last week now seem painfully abrupt and awkward. He sits there chewing on his lip for what feels like ages. Sirius doesn't speak either, although he keeps looking up as though he's about to say something, and then stopping himself. It's not unpleasant, though, which is slightly shocking. It's actually a quite comfortable silence. Remus is starting to think that all he needs around Sirius is like 10 minutes of panicking and freaking out, and then he can just be a normal person. Unless and until Sirius does something egregiously cute and or sexy, in which point he is going to need another 10 minutes. It's like a formula. They eat some strawberries. Sirius goes and retrieves Harry from the sandbox for that, which is a relief because Remus can focus on the cute baby instead of on Sirius's mouth, all red from the berry juice. And after that, Sirius pushes Harry on one of the baby swings for a while and then takes him down one of the slides on his lap, which is very adorable to watch. But before too long, Harry is clamoring to get back in the sandbox. Sirius fetches him a new toy, a bright yellow dump truck, from the stroller and lets him have it. <laughs> I guess the sandbox is his new favorite thing, Sirius remarks as he sits back down next to Remus. Last month he was big on the roundabout. They watch as Harry gets settled and starts filling his dump truck with sand. Then Sirius turns to Remus with this jaunty grin on his face that makes Remus's stomach swoop and says, So... Remus, tell me about yourself. Remus is mildly taken aback. He blinks a few times, just staring at Sirius before he replies. Oh, there's really nothing interesting to tell. Sirius snorts and tips his head back, shaking the hair out of his face. Oh, come on, don't give me that. Remus shrugs and racks his brain a little. He really can't think of anything interesting to tell Sirius. But Sirius is looking at him all expectantly, so... My name is Remus John Lupin. Wait, says Sirius. Wait, your name is Remus Lupin? Your parents named you Wolfie McWolf? Yes, okay, laugh it up, says Remus, as Sirius has now dissolved into giggles. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Sirius gets out, obviously trying to stop laughing, but not quite succeeding. I know I have no room to talk. I mean, my name is Sirius and all, it's just... wow. I know. He's smiling, though, and can't seem to help himself. I have grown kind of fond of it, though. Yeah, you mentioned classics. Okay, Remus is stunned that Sirius remembers that. He kind of fumbles for a minute before finally managing. Uh, yeah, I studied it at uni for a few years. And then something else? Uh, no, then I dropped out. He says it without thinking and then wants to smack himself. This subject has spooked multiple love interests. Love interests? God, that's cringy. He just can't think of any other way to put it. He should know by now not to just drop it on people or to bring it up too soon. Sirius is already looking at him curiously, tilting his head toward Remus, his eyebrows slightly raised. But when he speaks, he doesn't say what Remus was expecting him to say. You don't have to talk about it. Taken aback yet again, Remus can't help but chuckle. Sirius's eyebrows raise further and the corner of his mouth twitches up. 
What? <laughs> Nothing. It's just... You keep taking me by surprise is all, Remus says, shaking his head a little. And then he hurries on as quickly as possible, hoping that Sirius didn't take note of how corny that was. It's okay, I might as well tell you now. It's not that big of a deal. I just... Some stuff happened to me when I was a kid that I'd really rather not get into, and I still deal with a lot of pain from it. Like, as in physical pain? My mom mostly had it under control when I was a kid. She knew what to do when it got bad and all, and how to stop it from getting bad and all that stuff, and I mostly have it under control now. But when I moved away from uni, I had a hard time, and it got really out of control, and I couldn't... I couldn't keep up with my coursework and everything, so I dropped out. And now, here I am. He rushes through it a little bit and hopes to God that at least for now, that'll be the end of it. He really doesn't feel like getting into all the sordid details of the Greyback situation. It takes him a moment to work up the nerve to look at Sirius, but when he does, none of the shock or pity that he's used to seeing is there. He looks sympathetic, sure but not in that sickly, unbearable, you-poor-thing, pitying way. Do you think you'll go back? he asks, which is not an uncommon question for Remus to be asked, but he asks it so neutrally that Remus doesn't even bristle at it. He just shrugs. I'd like to, I suppose, he says. It's not a priority. I'm happy where I am. I'm glad to hear that, says Sirius, so genuinely that Remus's breath catches in his throat a little. Harry, thankfully, chooses that moment to interrupt, calling for Sirius from the sandbox, before Remus, like, starts crying or proposes marriage or something. This has to be the second or third time Harry has saved Remus from total humiliation, and he should really buy him a toy or something as a thank you. He has apparently decided that he is over the sandbox for now, and that it's time to go back to the swings. Remus sits there and watches the two of them for a while, Harry squealing and giggling as Sirius pushes him. Sirius's gentle touches that somehow send Harry flying through the air. He tries his best to tamp down the swelling feeling in his chest, the feeling that Sirius is the one or something, because it's ridiculous, and because he really doesn't need to give his increasingly out-of-control crush any more oxygen. He does, in fact, still have errands to run. So when Sirius calls over and asks him, with a mischievous smile that seriously does stuff to Remus, if he'd like a turn on the swings, he forces himself to say no, that he needs to go back and get his groceries, even though he can't help but imagine Sirius's hands on his back pushing him, Sirius laughing. Wait. Sirius's voice interrupts his reverie as he starts walking away. Hang on, come here just for a second. Remus is not a strong enough man to resist. He steals himself as best he can before turning and walking over to the swing set, hoping like hell he doesn't look as love-struck as he's feeling right now. Could I maybe get your number? Sirius asks hurriedly when Remus gets close enough. I mean, I've had a good time today and I don't want to have to rely on just dropping into the bookstore and hoping that you're there. Uh says Remus, whose mind has gone completely blank, which is great, just fantastic, super helpful. Exactly what he wants to happen when drop-dead gorgeous men ask for his phone number. I, er, yeah, of course, I, 
He pats out his pocket for a second in panic. God damn it, he usually has a pen. Where's his pen? Before admitting defeat. I... Fuck. I don't have a pen or paper or anything to write it down for you. I can give it to you next time you're in the shop. <laughs> Remus, says Sirius patiently, clearly making a valiant effort not to laugh. You can just put it right in my phone. Oh. Oh. If the ground would just open up and swallow him right about now, that would be truly fantastic. Somehow, though, he gets his wits together enough to punch his number into Sirius's phone. Sirius immediately sends him one of those sparkly pink hearts and then gives Remus this smile. And Remus decides that he has to get out of there immediately before he literally throws himself at this man who may or may not be a married father because he still hasn't managed to fucking ask. Harry reaches out for Remus from the swings, looking distinctly pouty. No go, he says, his bottom lip sticking out, and honestly, it's about the last thing Remus needs right now because he can't help but feel extremely guilty saying no to that face. But Sirius steps in and saves him. Remus has to go now, but maybe we'll see him soon, he tells Harry, and Remus's stomach swoops yet again. Bye, Harry. He says as normally as possible, and Harry, apparently mollified, gives him a bye-bye in return. With that, he hurries out of the park, his phone still clutched in his hand, and that very confusing sparkly pink heart still shining on his screen.